This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This video is sponsored by one of my personal favorite services, Rocket Money. More on them after the reaction, people. <laughs> on the week. On the week. <laughs> Name any job. It works. Name any job. Tax accountant. On the tax account. <laughs> All he has to do is that for any movie. I'm the gynecologist. I want to see that movie. Doesn't look right down here. <laughs> <laughs> You know you want to see that? <laughs> I do, actually. Just an hour and a half of him <laughs> seeing patients. <laughs> Giving you a pep smear. <laughs> My name is Greg Alba. I'm here with Andrew Gordon. We're going to watch Wrath of Man today. How you feeling, Andrew? Wow, if I didn't know any better, I'd say that was a Megalodon speaking. I'm doing well, Greg. How are you? He doesn't play the Megalodon. Oh, yeah. He just fights against yeah. one or two. He just or punches three. it in the face. Says, I'll see you for part three. Guys, we are going to watch Wrath of Man. I don't know anything about it other than it's directed by Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie, I saw Snatch and Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Oh, that I've seen. And you've seen Rock and Roller. We haven't uh, seen so many Guy Ritchie movies. And I was like, you know what? I've heard good things about this particular installment. I've heard like The Gentleman's Good and Man from Uncle. Watched it when he first came on the scene and I just stopped. <laughs> so I'm like, I want to pick up some Guy Ritchie movies. Let us know if there's other ones you think we should watch. But right now, if you can leave a like, that would be very much appreciated. Also, subscribe and click the notification bell to get notified when we got a reaction up on the channel that you might enjoy. Thank you to Pepper for helping us edit down these highlights. And full-length reaction watch along. So you sync it with your own copy of Wrath of Man. Available for our super sexy rejects over at our Patreon page. Over there, Juan and I cover several things exclusively with highlights and watch alongs included. I'm going to be very disappointed if you don't do that accent the whole film. The whole time. My name is Jeff Genios, and today's the day that I die. That's it. He's got to talk to the side of your face. <laughs> so it's like Jason Statham meets Little Nicky. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, let's do it. Back with his crew. Yeah, but I would assume so. Yeah. Was his crew there, like, doing the job as a setup to, to see if... 
God, what is that actor? He's such like I know you haven't seen Mindhunter, but he is phenomenal on that show. Like phenomenal. The one from Mindhunter? Yeah. Uh, phenomenal in it. Uh I don't know his name. LA too. Very Michael Mann. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was getting so many Michael Mann vibes yeah. to it. Like from collateral and all that. By the way, if you guys are listening to us on Apple or Spotify, if you don't mind rating us, we would greatly appreciate it. Oh, what, you want me to be impressed with you remembering nah, that? Nah, you don't have to be because impressed Because I mean. am. Oh, okay. That was great, His Andrew. name is Holt Mc... Mc yes. Col- or I thought his research. character in Mindhunter was Holt. Or did I just remember thinking his character's name was Holt? I said matter. Tate Donovan. It was Jeffrey Donovan, the, uh, the character who had the family. I just think that, I mean, everyone looks so good in it. Everyone looks so good. So much so that the only thing I felt that this movie was missing was perhaps a little bit of elevated sense of fashion. Do you know where I'm going with this? I don't. Continue. Well, I think maybe if they robbed RejectNationShop.com, they would have easily made that $150 million with the value these shirts bring. But they don't cost that much. But you could trick people into it when you wear these fresh drips. And it's also a great way to support the channel. Andrew's got on our number one seller, Child Protection Services. We got a whole bunch more. And it's one of the absolute best ways to support the channel. Thank you again for being here. Andrew. Yes. Andrew. Andrew, what'd you think, Andrew? I, I was really, really impressed. I mean, again, as we mentioned earlier, I have not seen a ton of Guy Ritchie films. I've only seen, however you say that film's name, which I always forget, uh, Snatch, and then Rock and Rolla, I believe is the extent. And to me, this felt like gritty, old school Guy Ritchie with a little splash of Christopher Nolan and, and Michael Mann in terms of heat and collateral. And I greatly appreciated it. I loved the structure. Love the cinematography, the score, and it was just an interesting, you know, journey that we take with Jason Statham's character from a father dealing with grief. I mean, he's a criminal, obviously we know that, but just again, a father dealing with grief, and again, the story structure and how we deal with the nonlinear storytelling it was just executed so properly, so well. Um, and a lot of those shots too that we got, those one shots where the camera was just like staying in a spot and then intercuts with narration it's just a really well executed film and there was a lot of times where i was like i felt like it was gonna go a generic way and they didn't went a different way and i really appreciated this film i mean yeah there was a couple things i uh that were a little bit predictable but because i was enjoying so much because it was so unique of a film uh i i it didn't bother me at all uh and i really greatly appreciated Jason Statham's performance. He was cold, he was calculating, but you could feel no pun intended his wrath like what he was trying to do all film. Uh what do you think of the film? Dude. Dude, I thought it was great. Maybe because I had very low expectations for it. Mm-hmm. I did. Even though I hadn't seen a trailer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though I hadn't seen a trailer. It's got a pretty good IMDb ratings. Here. Yeah. Even though I hadn't seen a trailer for this movie, um my expectation just every guy every every first off every jason statham trailer looks like the same, same movie <laughs> they all yeah. they all have like 
whoever his producer is. So, I, but I haven't seen the trailer for this, so I'm like maybe it's a very different trailer. Mm-hmm. But just knowing how this plot goes, I'm like, oh, I imagine they probably cut it together to kind of look like other stuff. And Guy Ritchie, I did miss like kind of. I hear I hear from like other you know film enthusiasts I've talked to that from loving like his earlier work that the gentleman would probably be up my alley. Um, and th- like, this is not quite like snatch or lock stock in that regard, nor was I expecting it to be. I was, I was expecting a Jason Statham film with some Guy Ritchie action scenes. And I got so much more from it uh, because yeah, like this could have easily just played out in a very generic way. It's, a, it's, it's, bare bones it's a it's just a revenge movie right like that's a, a simplest plot the they job gone wrong and they killed the wrong guy's son and it's the the guy who's the son who got killed it just happens to be like oh the his father is a super badass guy <laughs> yeah. and uh but i love how they made it like complex with a lot of purpose and mood there's so much of this dreadful atmosphere throughout, like this dark, grieving atmosphere. But even like the crescendo that it built to, I felt like it might build to, um, you know, like some crazy action scene where Jason Statham is just messing them all up. Mm-hmm. But I like how it wasn't even really about that. It was about just getting to Scott Eastwood, yeah. taking out that final kill. Yeah. But I loved the how complex and how long the journey felt and like the commitment to what he did again it's like it's just a revenge plot it's it's a like the plot is simple like it's it's just a guy who's gonna go on a revenge mission Mm -hmm. and the they make it feel like a true discipline he went on like he's this mob boss who then when the job goes wrong um he's they're like going through like all kinds of cr- other additional criminals and putting the team at risk and they're just going down this really dark path and then it gets to the point where the team's like we can't do this anymore this is getting too dark for us and he's like you're right i'm just gonna do this myself <laughs> like, he's always always sending them in yeah to, but then he gets to the point where like the only way it's gonna solve if he does it himself and it was such a great mislead because we had no idea. We didn't see the trailer. I don't know what the trailer gives away, mm-hmm. but we had no idea he was mob boss. We were like, ah, just some guy with mysterious background. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> the last thing I expected was boss of something. Yeah. And when it when it starts unfolding, like when they cut to the past, they don't just give you a reveal. Like they let you simmer in it. They let you really sit with it. Then when you cut to the bad guys in the timeline, they let you really sit with it. Like it did have um a bit this did feel like guy Ritchie's version of a heat like movie in terms of it being like it's more crime saga than it is action film for sure you know yeah um it's like action film plot crime saga execution you know yeah and uh which is like what heat is (laughs) yeah for sure but but heat's like a two and a half hour like character study where this is more of a a mood uh piece i would say and, you know, and uh, but I but I loved it because it's like it's very cold, but like everyone's cast super well too. Yeah, and I also I love the uh, you know just the contrast in personalities too that we got with uh, for, uh, the the security company that we were with. Just seeing 
<laughs> it's seeing the differences in Jason Statham's character because obviously, again, we know that he's literally there, a man on a mission of revenge. Yeah, and then seeing again uh, the the different personalities uh, that we get. It, it, it like we said, it kind of had that aliens type of vibe where you know you're getting everyone's personality, but you're kind of getting invested in all these characters. Um, and then once you see the badassness of him, <laughs> they all bow down in respect. Yeah, uh, for him, I, I loved all that. But again, I just thought the the reveals were so great, and now, like you said, that we were simmering in that, and we were getting nonlinear storytelling. I loved how they did that, and then we get the perspective, and I love the perspective changes too. You know, we we we're, we're with Jason Statham. We, he's a very mysterious character, and then we find out he's a mob boss. Then we get to uh, the uh, the reveal of okay, these guys are uh, they're army vet or they're whatever they were, uh, veterans. And uh, then we understand their motivations and what drives them. And again, there were different reveals that happened because I thought Scott Eastwood just cold and, you know, took out uh, the two security guards and then took out uh, Jason Statham's son. And then the way it was revealed again, I thought that was interesting. I, I don't agree with what he did, but I understand with why he did that because the guy saw his face. The other two were, you know, tried to, he was self-defense at that point. Uh, so, again, just this film reveled in just, like, taking its time, really cool uh, reveals and stuff like that. So I greatly appreciated it, and yeah. Yeah, well, the part did, – did, did he do Operation Fortune as well? Guy oh, is this the composer? Yeah. I guess his name is Guy Ritchie. Oh, my God, the cinematographer of this did Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, okay. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> and Ready Player, Player One. One. Okay. Oh, he did King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Creed. Creed. That's, Addition, that's a, additional photography. Oh, okay. Yeah, still. Yeah. <laughs> that's a well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Still, but no, uh, the cinematography in this was, I mean, can't okay. say enough good stuff about it. I mean, uh, editor of this did um, a bunch. Okay, yeah. This, this is like a really good, this is like a filmmaker movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, I... I, I I well, really greatly appreciate it too. Like a lot, we talked about usually when they have like scenes like that where there's some kind of a um, a robbery or whatever, they'll usually go over the plan before in a lot of these type of films, and then it gets executed. Whereas in this, it was being executed while also intercutting between yeah. them talking about it. And again, it could if you do it wrong, it it can it, it can be shit. Well, but if you execute it the right way, which I thought they did, well, I think that. This was one of those movies again where it's all about execution that makes it unique. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm so I'd be so curious to see a trailer, just to see like wh how generic they made the film. Yeah, look. yeah. yeah. I, would, I would. I would. Sorry. What oh no, 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 no. I was just. Agreeing. No. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Andrew? I was. Just, I was gonna say that I'm glad we didn't. Uh, oh, like yeah. I was thinking throughout most of the movie. I'm really glad uh, we didn't. Again, I haven't seen the trailer, but I'm assuming like watching the trailer, there's things that they might have given away, um, and. Yeah, but oh, sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm glad that. Hello, hello. Uh, I'm glad that they, they didn't show me the trailer, or you didn't show me the trailer, <laughs> or I didn't see a trailer. But yeah, no, I, I, I like going in sometimes like completely cold and not. Again, I didn't even know this movie existed before we before I got here. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah, no, it was a nice surprise. Uh, and I mean, I think for certain plot beats, they even thought about. What would the generic? I, I, I see. At the same time, we're saying things that I'm like, should the credit be going to this movie or should it be going to the the film it's based off of? Right? I don't know. But what I appreciate about the journey of this one is that it it often seemed like they would take things that they would ask themselves, how would a 
a, a typical movie go about this and then how do we flip it on its head a little bit yeah. you know whether that be i mean some people i don't know might be disappointed that we don't get some like big blowout fight between jason statham like whooping everyone's ass but i appreciate how they humanize him and it just comes down to a very personal death like you said it's like poetry or rhymes i don't know where you got that from but George it is Lucas. isn't never i know it is i'm joking yeah. but it is like a cool mirror effect to bring upon death and they treat him like yeah. a grim reaper of sorts uh and even right down a halt uh, bullet, you know, giving down the reveal uh, uh, of uh, like just letting him in on um, what it is, it that even plays out. Like I feel like a lot of movies might have tried to mislead you and like, oh, he's developing a relationship with him, like Jason Statham's developing, that, and they become buds, and then oh my god, betrayal. Yeah. You know, even though you were able to predict it like really early on, uh, it. They don't. They still give you like a very different type of. He's just gonna let him know <laughs> right yeah. now because he has to let him know for sure. Because circumstances let you know, and uh, its structure lends it to being a very neat piece. Whereas a lot of movies might intercut a little more. They 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 make the camera. I said kept saying during the reaction, the camera itself is a character. Like you as an audience, it's like it's a weird movie where you as an audience are a character, a, a part of the journey with them by placing you in just that one opening shot in the truck with so much surrounding it and like okay it's a sequence all revolves around it but you don't get to know everyone in that truck is not a main character but it's all surrounding this event around the truck right like it's the people outside you think you see jason statham outside whooping everyone's ass (laughs) um it's the people outside it's um uh jason statham and the kid outside like it's that that's what was such a an impressive part of is as as the audience we're going to let you in on it so then the first part is just watching the mystery of the perspective of pretty much what's what's it called fornico 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 fornication uh yeah fornico whatever it's called the security company something like that watching it from the perspective of there but you are like part of the audience just alone with them of like who is this guy why is this guy and what's he really up to and so you're with like everyone there is like your audience cipher pretty much yeah and then you go into Jason Statham's perspective. And instead of like doing an intercutting or watching it play out in a linear fashion, they treat its audience with enough respect to occasionally do that thing that Breaking Bad does uh, that I love so much where they will show you something. You don't know exactly what you're watching yeah. yet. You don't know exactly why you're watching it yet. Yeah. You might just be like, what? And then eventually you stick around, be a little patient, and you're like, oh, now I get it. Well, <laughs> yeah, know? and that's what I meant by, too, the, the Christopher Nolan effect, too, because I think he's made two films, and I'm sh- uh, sure there's other films you could name, too, that do such a great job with nonlinear storytelling. You got uh, Batman Begins, and then also you got... Uh, I am so blanking right now. What's uh, his guy uh, with... I uh, mean, when dealing with time is like Nolan's whole thing. Yeah, no, I mean, of course. Dunkirk, he deals with three different timelines. For sure. Um Interstellar deals with time a lot. Memento. Memento, thank you. Prestige deals a lot with cutting around time. Yes, yes. So, um, but yeah, no, this film, again, nonlinear storytelling is, a, it, it's it's a very risky thing when you're telling a film, but if you execute it properly, it can be a very effective tool yeah. in storytelling. And I thought this film did excel at that. Yeah, because they kind of throw you into like different movies. Now, one part of it that I did find a little weak was there's dialogue moments where the writing, the exposition is like, like through the roof exposition in terms of like we're cutting to this character, we're just gonna like give you the most pulp. Like I think they would try to sell it with the pulpy execution, pulpy execution of the dialogue, but sometimes it was like I, 
I'm a little too aware of what you're doing right now. Granted, I was. Uh, it seems like it's so much more about its mood and its style more than anything else. I think Jason Statham, who's usually like cocky, character. never feel like he's gonna get harmed or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, does he exude a confidence? Sure, um, but I like this like sad, dejected uh, type of portrayal instead of like like he's not really charming in this movie. You know what I mean? Um, and that's kind of like the point of it. But he's still. But it's Jason Statham, so he has like a natural charisma about him. Of course, and that will, will always exude. So uh, I think he's like perfect in this role yeah. because it it's not like you're signing up to do a whole bunch of martial arts. This is really more of a performance, and it, it like there's gun violence. There's a few, there's a few like action moments. You need to believe him as an action hero, but this is really more of a performance, and it is like a bunch of action scenes that you're giving this guy to do for sure. And I thought he just did a an amazing job just a man dealing with grief i uh, also thought it was interesting too and again I, I get it a man of his stature who's like a mob boss they didn't really have him dealing with you know there was that one scene where his wife or the, the mother of his child was saying like this is all your fault so it didn't really have him going from the angle of him dealing with guilt for like i shouldn't have parked my car in, in a spot where my son could be in danger i thought that was an interesting choice to not have him deal with that it was all about hey i'm the grief uh you know angle and i'm just gonna go after revenge and all that so i, th- I thought that was an interesting choice do yeah. you think they should have dealt with the the guilty angle at all or nah um i think the guilty angle i think it's there in the performance yeah i think he absolutely feels like he's responsible for it uh, like I, I think we don't need to like. S- I don't think we need to see that. Okay. I mean, maybe a little bit of it being, addre- but I think the wife addressing and him being cold about it, yeah, yeah, is enough to tell it's you like, that he I, probably I, I agrees yeah. with her. <laughs> you know, I don't need to hear like, it. I already the, feel guilt. Yeah. The movie's exposition mainly comes not in the way how people feel, but in who they are and what their background is. Yeah. Like, like clear the information to get it all out of the, like for like, sure. When you cut to the military people, they're like, "This time in Afghanistan and the background that we had, and after we left the war, like they just kind of like dish everything out, right?" Um, this Rotten Tomatoes consensus is really fascinating to me because it says "Reunite for a fun, action-packed ride." I would not consider this movie fun the, nor action-packed. Yeah, fun is not the word I would use to describe. I mean, uh, I, yeah. I I enjoyed the film, but I would not use the word fun to describe it yeah it's not fun um <laughs> like the tone was a, not action packed i'm like it's not really action-packed. i mean there's some action sequences but i wouldn't say action packed but to its credit that's a big part of why i really enjoyed it mm-hmm. was this was a movie that i thought i would be bored or laughing at when there wasn't action happening or just making jokes and then i would only be entertained when there is action scenes and in fact i was like no i'm really into this just because, like, the way they're shooting this is um, a lot of impressive one-takes, but it always felt, like, purposeful, and every shot felt like it was composed to evoke something. Mm-hmm. When Guy Ritchie's a director who can often be very stylistic uh, and, like, do cool editing tricks, yes. there is a sense of, like, maturity in this revenge film that I feel with his direction. For sure. For someone who has checked out of a lot of his movies, and I did see Aladdin. I liked Aladdin. But I wouldn't really call that the Guy Ritchie experience, you know. Um, yeah, and also too, I would say the humor I really enjoyed. Like, yeah, true. <laughs> like some of the lines, like my chick 
put an asshole in your in your eye, or whatever the line was. It was uh, it was hysteric. I mean, there were some really funny lines, and I love Jason Statham's delivery on a lot of those lines. Uh, but you can still feel like how pissed off he is when he's saying those lines. So, uh, yeah, overall, uh, one. I mean, again, I haven't seen many Guy Ritchie films, but this is definitely one of my favorite of the four or five I've seen. Yeah. Um, and this is uh, some world class cinematography in this film. So. Uh, I was really impressed. Sorry, yeah. I'm just looking at some of these two. Um, but yeah, and the the score the score also did such a good. I mean, you talked about the the camera being a character. I mean, the score did such a good job in setting the tone for the film, like that dreary, cold tone. Score is so important. Oh yeah, it's, of it's course. very. <laughs> it's, I, I I give it to like Hans, Hans Zimmer, Zimmer, who was all, it, it was really much his. Hans Zimmer's Batman score was very much riffing on the Heat score. Oh, yeah, like yeah. If you watch Heat and you watch that opening, you know, robbery scene, you're like, this sounds like the Dark Knight. This looks and feels like the Dark Knight. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Heat copied the Dark Knight even though it came out 13 years before. Uh, what? Who did? Heat came out in 95, Dark Knight. Too, yeah. Right? No, I'm know. saying that like... I was just messing with you. No, no, Andrew, you're not getting what I'm saying. I'm going to put you in your place right now. Okay, put me in my place. <laughs> Is how you get treated at Cinepals? I don't know who you're t- or what you're talking. That's about. what I like to hear. That is a response that I was told to. Give. <laughs> I, told I had to put you back in your place. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No, you you there well. Uh, yeah, no. The score evokes a lot of great. Uh, it's a great harrowing piece, and um, it again, like the word is dread. Mm. You know, like I think there's like some interesting world building to it. You know, that it fleshes out this like L.A. crime world in a way that yeah. has personality to it like most films i think would have just gone about it in an ex- in an excessively stoic manner mm. and i f- i feel like they they provided the stoicism in the mood but the characters they often provide a personality for which goes well to compliment uh jason statham who is intentionally stoic uh, to the point where right away you're like there's something that feels really sad about this individual you know and so i think that was a smart call yeah. And 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 also, you know, while uh, I don't want to make this sound like the one thing we haven't really talked about is the action. There's good action in it. Like, yeah. The action is there. It's really good action. Like well it's, choreographed it's, for it's, sure. It's well shot. It packs a punch. It's visceral. Um, there's like no hand to hand action. It's all gunplay, which surprised me. Yeah. I thought there would be some hand to hand, but the, especially with Statham being in it, yeah. But the gunplay is really cool. Yeah, like, it's really cool gunplay. And some of those quick shots too, when you see whatever that celebrity, I forget, Post Malone is that his name? Post Malone. Yeah, that that quick shot of his brains just peeling, like it's still stuck in my head, and it was literally a quarter second shot but i think um, for movies like this you need a tiny bit of that like gore so that way yeah you can, yeah, yeah, yeah no no, no. I, i'm not complaining because it, it gives you an insight into like i love like the movie have you seen drive with ryan gosling i have not <gasps> i swear to god andrew if you do that at cinepals i'm gonna shoot you right <laughs> with a with a, to the uh, list. with a angry dart not <laughs> with a bullet because that youtube wouldn't like me saying that uh-huh. add it to the list uh yes wow you haven't seen drive that is one of my all-time favorite movies undoubtedly if you ask me like top five i constantly say drive Mm. drives drive is easily up there it's one of my top five favorite movies i will react to it for you wow dude i can't believe you haven't seen it have people done reactions to it let's see reaction i love this movie so much immediately you knew the year 
Yeah, it's one of the few movies I know the year of. <laughs> Not a lot of people. I don't know, man. That's a that's a good count. Dude, I love this movie. We just so gotta find much. out who else on the team hasn't seen it. Oh, dude, that shocks me. This is not from Drive. That is also not from Drive. This is the movie that made me obsessed with Ryan Gosling. Ah, huh. Barbie for me. I watched Drive, and then I was like, as I saw The Notebook, never saw Ryan Gosling again. And then I saw Drive, and I was like, who did this man become? Since the notebook. <laughs> first movie I saw him in, remember the Titans. I mean, yeah, it was like the first movie I but, saw him in. But, but not, but not like the movie a, that got like you obsessed with him. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. Notebook. That makes sense, of ba- course. Barely, most people who say he's in Remember the Titans are like, he's in there. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't play much. Yeah, he's it's part of like his character. <laughs> he doesn't play. Minutes, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I thought this was uh, surprisingly, like, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, was, I was impressed with it. And... Um, now I can't wait to watch his generic beekeeper movie. Is oh, is that what? Well, who's in that? Who's in that one? Uh, it's Jason again. Oh, yeah, you haven't seen the trailer? I saw the trailer for that. But uh, the yeah, the second I heard Jason Statham the beekeeper, I'm like, I'm watching this trailer. But yeah, no, let us know also in the comments if you'd like Greg, myself, or anyone else on the team to uh, do Man from Uncle. And what was the other one you said that was like the, the, the one? Gentleman. Up the, the, the Gentleman. I've heard great things about yeah, The Gentleman. I haven't seen those. I've heard amazing yeah, things about The Gentleman. Yeah, definitely be interesting. Oh, this is. Da- wait, didn't you say this was Guy Rich? Oh, this wait. David you, uh, Ayer. Oh, David Ayer. Oh, okay. Josh Hutcherson. Jeremy Irons. Forgot all these people. Were, were they in the trailer? I don't remember any of them. Yeah, that's uh, quite a cast. Dude, I don't know. Oh, Megan Lee's in this. Maybe I'll be nice about it. She's been on Jabby's channel a bunch. She's one of Jabby's really close friends. Oh. She's been on this channel once or twice, I think. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Cool. Oh, damn. I'll be you nice. should come on to react to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, she looks familiar. Look at this. Look at the poster. That is an interesting <laughs> the poster, poster. It's like the Batman poster, but instead of bats, it's, it's bees. bees. I've never seen this poster. Yeah, that is very interesting. <laughs> this is a hilarious poster. That is. He's like the King Bee. That is the best poster I have ever seen, honestly. I like that, too. The description of Tommy, the director. <laughs> From Suicide Squad. Why would you promote it as that? Like, oh, yeah, you mean the movie that everyone's always like, release the real version? (laughs) (laughs) Why not just say from the director of, like, Fury? Fury and and the the writer of Training Day? Yeah. Or something like that. Or, um, what did he do? End of Watch was, like, a great one he did. Have you seen that? I have not. Is that Keanu Reeves? No, that's Street Kings. That's Street Kings. I surprisingly know David Ayer's filmography. (laughs) Um End of Watch is a really good one. Let's add it to the list. End of Watch is a great one. He's done a couple of really great films. Andrew, I'm paying you for two and a half hours, and we're only at 225. Oh, let's so do five more minutes. Just do five uh, minutes. So, yeah, uh, five, uh, Jeffrey Donovan's character, I <laughs> like that they we're, went with the family. We're ending. <laughs> the, the family angle they went with with Jeffrey Donovan's character, I definitely didn't think they were foreshadowing um, a possible death with his character. I didn't see that coming, so I'm glad they went that angle. So somebody we could sympathize with that was not a... All right, here's what we're going to do to kill time. Now, we can't show this because we will get copyright claims for playing the whole thing um we're just gonna show andrew 
the trailer for the beekeeper at really low volume. <laughs> Are you going to show me the trailer for the beekeeper, Greg? Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> on the beak. On the beak. <laughs> I just, just got to give him some. Jo- Name any job. It works. Name any job. A bank. Banker. On the banker. <laughs> Name another job. Tax accountant. On the tax account. <laughs> All he has to do is that for any movie. On the gynecologist. I want to see that movie. Doesn't look right down here. <laughs> <laughs> you know you want to see that? I do, actually. <laughs> Just an hour and a half of him <laughs> seeing patients. <laughs> Giving you a pep smear. <laughs> Oh God! See the action visceral. We, 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 need, we, we need to come up with a script. Guy Ritchie needs to direct it. We need the same cinematographer and composer as. I thought uh, that's what we were walking into. Anyway, yeah. a beekeeper's gonna feel like that, Andrew. We're just gonna watch this. Uh, no, no footage on screen. We're at the way end of the video, but it'll be worth it. See, this looks like every Jason Statham movie. Yeah. Yeah, Jim especially. Oh, same comes. I'm the beekeeper. <laughs> oh, he's got a beard. Uh, thieves. Uh. Commentary. <laughs> He's a beekeeper. I I can tell. <laughs> this is what most beekeepers can do. <laughs> He's, it, always, He's always the mysterious one man who did this. <laughs> I will not mess with beekeepers ever again. <laughs> Beekeeper's a special program. That's how you come in. I protect the hive. <laughs> this is so silly. Oh, she's from Umbrella Academy, I think. Oh. She wanted the sisters. Ooh, that shot. His fingers. Oh, that was that was cool. Pretty cool. I love he's part of the beekeeper program, and his cover is he's an actual beekeeper. <laughs> so funny. Not on the nose. It's almost as on the nose as damaged across the forehead. <laughs> All right. That, I, I, how about that help? <laughs> <laughs> His elbow was strong enough to hurt that. It's it's Stephen elbow. <laughs> it's helmet proof. Oh. Oh no, that's not uh, that's not the girl from Umbrella Academy. Oh. 
Yeah, that's what you do to a gas station at $5.72 a gallon, for sure. I'm in agreement now. <laughs> that looks like fun. Uh, it, it looks it, like the perfect movie to react to. After that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, it looks silly and ridiculous. The action looks fun. Um, oh, this looks like the perfect movie to do a reaction to. Right? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Reaction-wise, yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm just I'm in the theaters. I'm like, I can't keep these emotions to myself without a camera pointed at me. Yeah. I need people to see how I'm feeling about this journey. Yeah. Because this looks like a fun time. All righty. All righty, guys. Well, Andrew, you've met your quota. Um, yes. What do you guys think of Wrath of Man? <laughs> leave your thoughts down below. Be sure to subscribe, leave a like, and um, hey, we'll talk with you all soon. Thank you very much for being here. See you guys next time. Peace out, Reject Nation. Oh, we are way off center. This is what we look like the whole time. You got like all that space. I got like no space. No space. That's my name on my website. Oh, really? Yeah, it's my social media page. No space. Anyway, this looks weird. Yeah, you should have been way over there. Yeah. Is she trying to kiss me? Uh, <laughs> I'm the beekeeper. Looks messed up down there. <laughs> Kevin Smart. Kevin Smart. We have entered the smart year of 2024. Oh, looking smart. Where uh, it is time to shout you out, my friend. I got to guess what your um, uh, New Year's resolution is going to be. I don't have to guess. I know. Because I'm just as smart as you. Hey. And I know what your New Year's resolution is going to be. It is to throw water balloons on strangers while you're in a moving vehicle. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Because, let's face it, sometimes the smart ones, they got to take out their smartness on the lesser than people. Got to act out. And that is most people, man. Most people are not you and I. Most people are ha, ha, ha. And once in a while, they need a water balloon thrown at their stupid face. Am I right? Yeah, they do, those jerks. So, Kevin Smart, I cannot wait this year to meet up with you, cruise around Santa Monica Pier, throwing water balloons at all these people out there. I was going to say homeless people, but then oh. I thought that would sound offensive. You just throw them at me. Yeah, we'll just throw them at John. I'm the homeless person. Yeah, he looks at it. So throw them at John, the homeless person. And I'm telling you, wow, a rush. Some people think you need to like resort to like murdering people. You don't need to do any of that. No, no, no. 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 Same rush. No. Water balloon. Water balloon rush. Yeah. And then when you're getting chased by those stupid cops on bikes, boom, water balloon oh, to the wow. face. We're going to do write it down. They can't have, they need both hands yeah. to maneuver the bike. And how are they going to write on soaking wet paper? They, yeah. God, Jeez. Idiots. It, so um, on this video, we have to make sure we check off enabling dishonorous behavior <laughs> yep. on the ad suitability because they can't understand sarcasm. sarcasm yeah. yeah. There should just be a, a sarcasm box to check off. There really should. There, <laughs> there's some satire involved in this video. Yeah, this should just be a, like, jeez. You should be I able mean, to highlight that a would portion go a, a long way. <laughs> if, if they had a function where you could just highlight a part of the timeline and go, this part, this is not meant seriously. This is this part there is sarcasm. Some sarcasm yeah. in this video, yeah. and, and people should be able to pick up on it. Just put a little graphic in the corner that says sarcasm. Yeah, and take it away when it's anyway. Kevin Smart, seriously, 
throw some water balloons at people. It'll make you feel better about your life, and you'll take advantage of that superiority. Mm-hmm.